Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday. Packers back on the practice field. We heard from Matt LaFleur. Probably be getting quotes from Aaron Rodgers later today. But now it's time to hear from you fine folks. Packers fans worldwide. Because that's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. We talk to you guys. Especially when we don't hear from the general manager after he doesn't make any moves at the trade deadline. Twitter burning to the ground. Why won't Goody talk? Well, I guess because there's nothing to say they didn't do anything i understand there are other gms out there speaking most of whom made moves at the trade deadline so it makes sense that they would talk i have a real hard time killing brian gutekunst who has shown throughout his tenure that if he does make a move especially if it's unpopular he is more than willing and ready to speak and be accountable for whatever decisions he makes uh i'll never forget when he cut jordy nelson he was available literally the next day. That never had happened under Ted Thompson. I had to wait literally, what, eight, nine months to ask Ted why he cut Josh Sitton? Because he just was never available. So I had to wait until the combine the following year. I mean, at least Brian is out there when he makes a move. Didn't make a move yesterday, so I understand why he's not available today. Uh, but I get there are differing opinions, and I understand that People think he should be out there answering questions, and we're going to agree to disagree on that one. But always good to hear from Packers fans worldwide already showing up here in the comment section. Brandy's here. Of course, Brandy's here with the cheers. Cheers, Brandy. Must carry the juice. Mm. There we go. Robin should have traded for that Adams guy at the Raiders. Fair point. Fair point. Good one. Ryan, this is an interesting pairing of comments here right at the start of the YouTube comments here. Congrats to Jordy and Sitton, presumably because they are going into the Packers Hall of Fame. And then your very next comment is, I don't agree with Sitton getting in. Well, it's nice that you congratulated him, at least. Man, I don't, why would you not put Sitton in the Packers Hall of Fame? He 100% belongs in the Packers Hall of Fame. Phenomenal player. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one, man. But I'm sure you got your reasons. Uh, hey, everyone. Go Pack Go. What's up, Carl? How are you? We are headed into a 100% rebuild. We all knew this day was coming. I mean, that day is coming, but I don't think it's here yet. Um, look, there's a whole lot more football left to be played this season. I know they're in the midst of a four-game losing streak, and everything feels like it's falling off and falling apart, and they're never going to win another game, and might as well just strip it for parts. But I'm here to tell you, there is a lot of football left to be played, and this team can win a bunch more games yet. I am not giving up on this season. Really feels like some Packers fans have, which I understand. It's been very uh, scant things to cheer about over the last month or so. And I'm here to tell you, the turnaround starts on Sunday. Let's go. Dusty, thanks for the super chat. As the power... As the owner of one share of Packers stock and recent Carry the G member, I called the Steelers about Claypool. They asked my name again, and I hung up. <laughs> well, it sounds like you and uh, Brian had about as much success. I did enjoy Spoon's reporting that, you know, the Steelers looked at the Bears and the Packers, both sitting there with three and five records, and said, yeah, we trust that the uh, Bears are going to finish with a worse record. I mean, this is what happened almost exactly with uh, uh, Khalil Mack. Remember when Brian offered pretty much the same compensation as the Bears did? 
and the Raiders took the Bears offer because they assumed the Bears would finish worse than the Packers, and that didn't happen. Hopefully, the Steelers are right where the Raiders were wrong. Uh, Io says, wish we would have gotten at least an offensive or defensive lineman. I hear you on the defensive line as far as not being able to stop the run and having trouble in that regard. But um, offensive line, it's interesting to watch kind of online how people are continuing to say, oh, the offensive line is a problem. And I get it when you look at plays where Rodgers gets sacked and the line gets pushed, especially with uh, Zach Tom being overwhelmed a little bit by the Buffalo interior. But I do think you've also seen this line improve greatly over the last two games. And if they can finally get the preferred line out there, I think they'll really be cooking with gas. Now, it doesn't bode well that Elton Jenkins sat out practice today with that foot injury, continuing uh, to sit out. I hate that this thing happened in practice. Apparently, Matt said he got stepped on. How many? Why do they keep stepping on guys in practice? Alan Lazard had to miss a game, or two games, I think, because he got stepped on early in the season. Can we stop stepping on guys in practice? My God, we're our own worst enemy. Dean Jordan. Thanks for joining the Carry the G Club membership. Great to have you on board. Thank you so much for the support. Really appreciate it, man. Bad teams shouldn't give up future assets in all caps from Devin. Well, the Packers have been a bad team. I do not think they are a bad team. Now, that said, there are a lot of considerations that go into it. And where they are salary cap-wise, roster construction-wise, I'm kind of with you in the sense of, Man, these last two years, they went all in, did not get their coveted Super Bowl championship, and now are on the precipice of dealing with real problems salary cap-wise. I'm with you in the sense of it's not a time to be shipping things away. Now, that said, they still have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. They paid a pretty penny to do so, and if they are insistent on throwing it around the yard, which they seem to be, I get why maybe they would make calls about wide receivers. That kind of makes sense. Nags, you're going to be at the pit stop on Cowboys game day. Dusty, I will not be. Corey Banky will be at the Plaza pit stop there at the rest center next week. Let me throw up the graphic just because I made it and all. And why not? That's right. Stop by the Plaza pit stop next Sunday, three hours before kickoff. Find yourself some carry the G on offer and Corey Banky will be there three hours prior to kick. Do it, people. It's going to be a lot of fun. I won't be there until... The weekend of the uh, of the game day of the Rams game, the Monday nighter, I'll be at the Plaza Pit Stop. I'll be in town for our Patreon meetup. So if you're a Patreon member, come on board, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. What else we got, folks? What else we got? George, thank you for the super chat. Odds the Texans cut Cooks and we can scoop him up. I was kind of joking on Twitter about that because I know I saw Florio put up a, a post about, you know, will Cooks try to finagle his way out? Kind of like what? merciless did last year or two years ago whatever it was and packers picked him up what was that last year god time flies um but i highly doubt the texans just cut bait they've got a lot of guaranteed money sunk into that guy and uh the salary cap ramifications probably make it pretty pretty much a non-starter but you never know in this day and age in the nfl crazier things have happened no doubt about it I completely agree. Poorly worded. Oh, Devin, I, I get, like I said, I totally get where you're coming from. I absolutely understand where the framing. I I understood your meaning. Uh, Kurt, what do you think is the weak link on the defensive line? Oh, baby, I'll tell you what, on Sunday night, it was Dean Lowry. I think Dean gets a lot of unwarranted hate 
But, oof, baby, Sunday night was a rough one for old Dean. Um, I think Jerron Reed has not played up to what we had hoped he would give this team in regards to especially early downs. Um, he's been a bit of a disappointment. They need him to up his game. What I would love just one time, one time, I would love to see TJ Slayton and Kenny Clark like man in the interior for a, a drive, like a long stretch of time. Because those two together along the interior, I think it'd be a lot tougher for people to move the football on the ground. Now, you may sacrifice a little bit as far as pass rush goes, but I'm not even sure that's true. I just wish those guys were paired together a little bit more. Um, maybe that starts to happen in the second half of the season. I'd love to see it. <laughs> Jay Western. Dean gets the amount of hate he deserves. Play Wyatt. I agree Wyatt should be on the field more. But no, man, people be hating on Dean for like past transgressions. And he'll have a good game. And people are like, they got a good Dean out of there. And it's like, uh, he played pretty well if you look at the tape. But no one looks at the tape, so I get it. Van Halen, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Write the ship, then add OBJ in a few weeks. Go, Pat, go. I mean, if they start playing better and they look like they're going somewhere, I think that's a chance. There's a chance that could happen. But there ain't no way OBJ is signing on to what they've been showing for the last month. Play a little better, win a few games, maybe that happens. No way he's signing on to maybe make the playoffs. He wants to play for a contender. He wants to get another Super Bowl ring. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Matthew, Dean has always been nothing but average his whole career. That just shows that you don't watch the tape. That's all that means. Mm. Dean is a great role player. There you go, Trayson. Now you're getting it. Someone's getting it. Uh, why would OBJ want to come here? Well, as I said, if they start making a run, it would be very tantalizing to come play with Aaron Rodgers and chase a ring. But as currently happening, no, you're right. There's no way he'd want to come to Green Bay. He didn't want to come to Green Bay last year. Now, I think some of that was monetary, but um, I uh, I love the fact. Well, I'll always love the fact that he gave Sheboygan a shout out. Land of my birth. John Savage, do you think Campbell plays this week? No, I do not. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it progresses throughout the week, as Matt indicated. But I'll be surprised. And, hey, great chance for uh, Quay Walker to make amends. Go out there and ball out. Let's do it, baby. Let's get the rookie going. Savage can't be traded. Ain't no team paying for what he's put out this season. Edward, I agree. I'm imagining someone must have suggested that in the comments earlier because, yeah, no way. Uh, if Green Bay, oh, Tonezilla, living in a living in a really dark place here. If Green Bay loses to Detroit, why would you put that out there? Could you see the Packers forcing Jordan Love into starting to see what they have, or would Green Bay have to be mathematically eliminated from postseason first? Man, unless Aaron Rodgers is on one leg and like decapitated, he's gonna play. They paid him fifty million guaranteed. He's gonna play maybe week 17 if they're out of it. Yeah, then, then they'll maybe play Jordan. But you know, Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback. 
what are you, you going to tell Aaron Rodgers to sit down? Aaron Rodgers is going to sit down of his own accord? Come on now. Mm. George Cook, Torrey getting more play time this week? I would think so. I would certainly think so, especially the way he answered the bell in Buffalo. I would be surprised if he's not out there a little bit more. Keep playing DeGuara, George. I'm with you. My fear is, is that was very game plan specific in the sense of they simply wanted to run the ball more against Buffalo. They thought they could utilize him more in that regard, and they did so, and it looked great. But now, here's my fear. My fears are going to go into Detroit, and it's going to be, oh, we're in a controlled environment. We're on a fast surface. Let's spread it out again and keep trying to throw it all around the yard rather than, hey, guess what? We found a running game, and Guara was a real big part of that, and let's keep doing that and work our passing game off of that as a compliment. That's the way I think they should attack the rest of the season, let alone this week. But Matt himself this afternoon saying, oh, you know, it's very game plan specific and blah, blah, blah. That uh, that doesn't bode well. I'm not excited. Stanley, thanks for Super Chat. How about y'all eat a damn salad and run the ball? Stanley, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Eric, thank you for the super chat. It seems like no matter the D coordinator, the struggle to make tackles stays the same. How can they improve that? By drafting tacklers. When you go back and you look at some of the draft profiles of some of these dudes who are missing tackles, it's, oh, uh, struggles in space or is a poor tackler or is an inconsistent tackler. I've said it for so long now. You have to draft tacklers in the NFL. That means drafting football players. You know, there is not enough time, let alone like the way practices are set up now where they're only in pads once a week. And even then there's zero hitting. You have to draft guys who can tackle because you ain't teaching it in the NFL. There's just no time and there's no space and there's no like, there's just no, everything is risk aversion. There's no way they're going to let guys hit in practice. You're not going to practice tackling. So you got to draft guys who can tackle. That's, I mean, that's a number one thousand percent. I just hope we keep seeing Rodgers under center. I'm with you again. I know Wildy asked about that. I think it was earlier today. And Matt, again, said, you know, it's going to be a week to week thing. And depends on, oh, we've been really efficient out of the gun at times. Okay. All right. <sighs> Legless Savage needs to be benched. I tend to agree, but I don't know if they make that move. Um, I would wholeheartedly agree. I think Ford should be out there over him at this point. But I don't know. You make that move. Are you ready to come back? Is are you going to use him in sub? I mean, he's going to. Is he going to contribute on special teams? Like, what what are you doing with him then? You, know, you picked up his fifth year option as well, so it's not like he's not going to be around. I don't know, man. Edward, coach defended the shotgun. I know. I know. I, cr- I cringed. I cringed as he talked about it. Stanley, thanks for the super chat. Packers need to use Mike Shanahan's scheme, please. Yeah, I'm with you. I've said a couple times, I wish they'd operate as though Jimmy Garoppolo was their quarterback. You know? Just operate like you don't have Aaron Rodgers. And that way, when those plays are available and present themselves where – you have a third down, or you have play action, or you have a boot action. You've got one of the greatest all time operating that way. But I know 
most likely, and obviously I can't, you know, speak to this in any way, shape, or form with any certainty, but my feeling is, is Aaron Rodgers wants to play out of the gun. Aaron Rodgers wants to spread it around. And what's maddening to me is they bring Matt LaFleur in after things had started caving in in 2018, completely changed the offense. Aaron Rodgers himself gets better because of his rededication and because of the offensive scheme. But now there's leaning into all the stuff from the Mike McCarthy era that Rodgers supposedly had problems with. Like literally one of the quotes he said when Matt got on board and they were first installing the offense, one of the things in the very first, the very first summer Matt was doing the training camp and installing, et cetera. Aaron said, well, you know, the difference is in Mike's system, you know, we had basically a spread formation and I had to pick a side. And if I had, you know, hopefully a guy would win. And if he didn't win, then I would, you know, have to improvise or break out of the pocket because at that point, protections breaking down, etc. Well, guess what? You just described the 2022 Green Bay Packers offense for the most part. Rodgers having to pick a side. Like, where has all the misdirection gone? Where has all the motion gone? And we've seen a little bit more of it these last couple of weeks, thankfully. And I'm not saying motion is the panacea that solves everything, but yeah, the scheme helps. The new scheme helped you. Lean into that. Not the shit that got you so frustrated that you wanted the coach fired. That's what's driving me nuts. Joe's Home Theater, thanks for the super chat. Quay really needs to show us something versus the Lions. Well, here's the crazy part. is that Quay is, was coming off his best game as a pro in Washington. He played very well in that game. And then that real unfortunate incident in Buffalo tarnishes everything he did on Sunday night. I do hope he picks up where he left off in Washington this Sunday in Detroit because he, like I said, trending the right way. Spencer, am I crazy for not being crazy upset that they didn't make a move? Do we know our team? Spencer, I'm with you, man. I'm not upset at all. I think there are plenty of fans who are with you on that in that regard. They need to play better. They need to play more consistently. They have the team to win football games. They can do it. It's going to start Sunday. And Mundo, thanks for joining the Carry the G Club. Really appreciate the support, man. Thanks so much. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Edward, I wanted to crawl into a cave. I, I hear you, man. Gary, what's up? Nags, if Detroit averages 24 points a game, then why not run the ball, keep them off the field? Some at least. We average 18. I'm with you, man. I'm 100% with you. They have a historically bad defense, and this is my fear. And we've seen this in the past, whether it's McCarthy or LaFleur is that they see those numbers and they see that personnel and they go, oh, all right, and they just fire their defensive backs coach and, oh, boy, we're licking our chops. And they play right into the hands of, okay, it's a loud environment. Our tackles are on an island and guys don't get open as we try to spread it around and suddenly we're behind and we're in trouble. I mean, they have not played well in this building under LaFleur. They, now, I can't. There's not a game you can point to where you're like, oh, yeah, they, they really whooped the Lions' ass that day. And they have, the Lions have been tough in Ford Field against this team. So I'm with you. Run the fucking ball. The Lions' offense can move the football. Jamal Williams, you know, is licking his chops to get into the end zone against the Packers. Come on. That man has had a nose for the end zone all year. What else we got, folks? 
Do you think the rumor being spread about the D losing faith in Barry is true? Also, Kylan Hill now back to take reps from bomb scare Amari on punt return. Well, Kylan wasn't a punt returner, though. He's a kick returner. He didn't do any punt returning. So I think he'll be put back on kick return, but I don't know if he'll do punt returns. Uh, as far as as far as uh, the rumor, quote-unquote, that's a little more than a rumor. If Rob is putting it out there, as he did on ESPN, uh, it's a little more than a rumor. I think there are certainly frustrations inside the building, but there always are when you're losing. And I think Matt hit the right tone as far as, yes, you should be listening to your players. You don't always acquiesce to every wish they have, but certainly you want to listen to them and see what their complaints are and see if you can adjust in a way that helps your football team. I do not doubt for a moment those conversations have been had inside 1265 Lombardi throughout this week. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I hope you can join us tonight. Oh, wait, Amundo, Edmundo, last Super Chat. Any word on Watson return from the concussion protocol? Go, Pat, go. Uh, there may have been an update this afternoon from practice. I haven't seen one yet. Um, we'll be talking about it tonight on Packer Transplants. Hope you can Hope you can get it. Why did politics get mentioned just now? I have not mentioned politics. I have not mentioned politics one time. I would never mention politics on this stream. You can go back and look. I never would. Thank you, everybody. I can't thank you enough for hanging out. Please join us for Packer Transplants tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. we got an early start tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. Corey and I, Corey's got some things to say, people. You want to hear it. Uh, 6 p.m. In the meantime, please just hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.